Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen. With me, I have Maggie Umberger and Cindy Kuzma. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Maggie. And you did this episode today, but before we really get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I want to make sure to warn our listeners, especially our young listeners, that there are some explicit words on this podcast when Maggie recorded with Jack. Yeah, so I spoke with Jack Gould this week, and and she is the founder of Your Inner Babe. Um, and it's I think it's kind of fitting that she has the explicit language that she has because she's just one hundred percent her, and she didn't necessarily have a filter while she was talking. But that's kind of just the vibe that you get from her is like you know who she is. She's proud of it, uh, and she walks tall, and that kind of energy is something that people generally are just attracted to. And so it was really fun to talk to her about her goals and how she thinks about goals and how she came to create Your Inner Babe. And so Maggie, talk to me a little bit about what an inner babe is and what Jack's business is. Your Inner Babe came out of a personal story from Jack and where she could really see how she wanted to impact the world. Um, out of this personal journey. And she had uh, self-confidence issues growing up as a lot of young females do, but she was sort of on a performance track. She went to school in New York and she wanted to be on Broadway, but she also simultaneously struggled with body image issues and ended up in an outpatient um, program that really ended up helping her. And she had uh, a lot of a lot of professional help, but the whole time still felt alone and not really seen. She was given the tools to feel better and to build her tool kit in order to to get past some of her um, self-confidence issues. But that feeling of really wanting to see people and be seen and connect with people in a real way was something that led her to founding the company Your Inner Babe. Um, and it is a it's a coaching program. So she's a wellness coach in which she works with primarily young women, but also women of all ages, uh, to help them build the skills, the tools to find their own inner babe. That's just what she calls it, is just like that true you that is unapologetically you, that is not afraid to go after what you want and to stand tall and walk the walk. Uh, and, it, and I can truly see that she does that now. And it's, it's infectious. Like when she was talking about the program, uh, I was, I was so enthralled by it. And she also said that it's begins with this 12 week program that is just a lot of uncovering stuff and it's intense and it's one-on-ones, but then she's never had a client that didn't want to go further with coaching with her after that program. That's so interesting. And, you know, as as a writer, I am a firm believer in the stories that we tell about ourselves and to ourselves about ourselves. And it sounds like she really kind of embraces that idea of shaping her own narrative too, right? Oh, 100%. She, on top of just knowing who she is, she also knows where she wants to go. And she says this in the episode that she's a big fan of goals and she's a big fan of dreaming big. When she was in school, she remembers a teacher telling her that her dreams were too big and that they weren't realistic. And she listened for a little while to that voice. Uh, But now she says that she wishes she could go back and tell her younger self, no, dream bigger, go bigger. Uh, So she does that now. She does this exercise, a writing exercise where she'll write 
a future biography for herself. And it's never, it's nothing that she intends to publish or anything, but it's for herself and, and sort of creating the outline of how she wants someone else to eventually write for about her. Um, and she kind of believes like, if, if I don't believe it, how is it going to happen for me down the line? I have to make sure that I'm 100% believing in myself before anyone else is going to write that uh, about me. So, so she'll write those big goals of what she wants to achieve almost as if she's already achieved them, which is powerful and cool and a different take on journaling. Uh, so I, I loved it. I was like, okay, take a note. I'm doing this tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting because I think research even shows that if you do that sort of visualization and imagination, like you kind of lay the groundwork in your brain for your own future success. So what a cool lesson. And I cannot wait to hear this interview. So here is Maggie with Jack. Welcome to the We Got Goals podcast, Jack. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for having me. So I'm sitting with you now after I just got to meet you for the first time last night in a yoga class, but you have been in Chicago for some time now and really have made an incredible uh, brand, not just for yourself, but for this this company, Your Inner Babe, that you started. Um, but you're from New York originally, correct? I'm actually not. I'm from here originally. Okay, gotcha. I moved to New York for college and then ended up staying there for almost eight years. And then my fiance. He wasn't my fiance at the time, but he is now. Got a job opportunity here almost two years ago, November, crazy, um, and asked me to move here. And I was like, you're asking me to move home. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So I moved. Amazing. So you were in New York for school. Originally, yes. I went to NYU. I was a drama major. Okay. Um, So that's what brought me to New York. And then post-graduation, I mean, New York is so me. It really is like part of my identity that we can get into it. But like even when I moved here, I was like, who who am I without New York? Like who is Jack even? Because so much of my development and like huge growth as a human being happened there. Um, so yeah, so it just made sense to stay um, even though I didn't end up pursuing drama. What you did end up pursuing was health coaching. Wellness Eventually, coaching. well, so it's funny. Wellness coach, health coach, whatever you want to call me, call me that. Um, I call myself a mentality coach because I really pride myself on being able to shift the attitude of the mind and the way that these girls think and feel about themselves. Like to me, transformation happens when you get your mentality right, you Mm -hmm. know? So Mm -hmm. to me, that's like, that's what I do. So before your inner babe, which we'll get to, (laughs) who was Jack? Who is Jack? So Jack's dream once upon a time was Broadway, you know, and didn't think I could do anything else. And it's still so near and dear to me. It's definitely a part of me. I'm not completely writing it off. Like actually one of my best friends texted me a couple of days ago and was like, what would you do if um, the night of your wedding, they offered you to play Alphaba on Broadway just one night only? What would you do? I was like, I'd postpone the wedding, you know, so it's still part of me. But um, I moved to New York. I was a drama major, went through college struggling with eating disorders that started in high school um, and, you know, acting, drama, entertainment. That's a pretty intense industry to break into knowing yourself. You know, I knew nothing about myself. I had no personal connection um, and zero self-worth. So criticism, all of that, that comes sort of with it um, and with pursuing that career, I couldn't handle. So um, 
finally as a junior in college, that's when I got help. I went to an outpatient program. I graduated college, but the problem was that the passion had sort of been beat out of me throughout the whole entire saga of my treatment journey. And so when I graduated, I really wanted nothing to do with performing. I actually thought I wanted to be a talent agent. Mm. Um, There was something about meeting an actor and looking at them and like really seeing their talent and being like, I get it. Like I see the whole thing. Let's make it happen. Um, that I loved. So I, I pursued that. I worked at a talent agency called Gersh for almost a year um, for a great agent. But at almost my year mark, I realized like this isn't for me. It's not, there's no human connection. You know, like I was sitting behind a desk um, and do, and learned so much and doing really cool shit, but I, I wasn't fulfilled. So I quit. And around that time um, was right when it started to like become trendy to be a woman, you know, like shape, it, your shape was your own and you were unique in your own beautiful way and body positivity and Ashley Graham was blowing up as a plus size model and all these other beautiful plus size models. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had gone through, like I said, the outpatient program. I was healthy at the time um, and had finally learned how to accept myself and I was scouted to model. So I was like, you know what? Um, if modeling allows me to reach one girl a day and that girl sees me comfortable as I am and is inspired to be comfortable as she is, that's why I'll do it. I will model for that purpose. So I did that. I did that through actually up until the time that Daniel asked if we could move to Chicago. Um, He had an opportunity here. So I was doing that and and I moved here and it was super fun right? Like Mm -hmm. modeling sports bras and shit. You're like, nice, like feeling yourself with the hair and makeup. But I didn't feel like I left set every day being like, you know, wow, those socks really inspired someone today, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, I gotta, I gotta find me again. Kind of what I touched on about the who's Jack without New York situation. I had hit that point where I was like, who am I again? And um, I had this like light bulb moment after having a conversation with my grandma one night um I was like I got I have to like actually do this like I actually have to go after helping these girls I want to actually reach them Mm -hmm. um so I went back and got certified as a coach and started Yorner Babe and I mean that's where I am now right it's almost it's almost two years of that um and that's like the little behind the scenes of it, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's I'm actually helping those girls. Yeah. So tell me more. What is the inspiration of your inner babe, like the name of it? Yeah. So I really, really believe that we all have that like inner babe. So think of your inner babe or the inner babe as like that self-connection, that uniqueness, that magic, like that is your babe, right? Mm-hmm. We all have that. We just sort of like I love to say, we have to find her, we have to ignite her, and then we have to set that bitch free, right? And help her stay out because time to time we're going to hit walls and we're going to feel like less than. Um, But I help these girls or I want to be able to help these girls like learn the tools to keep her out. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought of inner babe on a massage table. I don't really remember what was happening, but I was modeling at the time. I was like, everyone, every cool model that I followed like had a hashtag. So they would like hashtag something at the end of all their photos. And 
I was laying there getting massage and something popped in my head. It was like, find your inner babe. And I was like, cool, that's it. And I ran with it. And then when I started this company, it was like nothing made more sense to me. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, it's, it's, it's me. I am at the core of it all for sure. Yeah. So who are you helping? I guess I'm, I'm so interested in knowing who you're most interested in, in reaching out to and probably because your own personal experience of growing up amidst people in the performance industry is rough. It's brutal. Are those the kinds of people that you want to speak directly to? My ultimate goal overall is to reach as many girls as I can and help change the way that they feel about themselves. When I first started the company was, you know, that niche client or like that, the the person that lit me up was like that 15 to 18 year old, right? The one where I, I mean, that was my prime years mm-hmm. of struggle. Um, So I went out being like, I'm going to be super niche and those are the only girls I'm going to go after. And I think what I've realized over time is um, being relatable is relative. We can all relate to each other in some way. Mm-hmm. And my clients are, are all of all ages. It's crazy, honestly. And it's amazing that, you know, I didn't think at the time I could help someone who had kids because I didn't have kids, but it doesn't matter. We can all relate as women to one another, no matter what age group we are, right? Yeah. Um, so it's the girl who's really ready to shift that self-doubt into self-love. Okay, so the girl who's ready to like own her inner shit and turn it all around. Because yeah. I really do believe that the only way to feel transformed is to like pick yourself up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like I have girls who are like, I, I hit rock bottom and I'm like, okay, let's stand the fuck up and let's do it. Um, I hope that's okay to swear on this podcast. Absolutely. Okay, great. I, that's another thing about me is like pre-client ever. I'm always like, yo, I have the worst mouth. Like there's nothing I can do about it. It's just like so habitual. But yeah, I think um, that's the girl. It's the girl who's ready to own her inner shit and just turn it all around. Well, this this brings up just this hearing you talk about who you are and knowing who you are is, I think, a really interesting um, point to kind of pivot and think about how we talk about goals on on this podcast and how we ask our guests about how they think about goals in general. And I'm super interested to hear from you. Do they do they scare you? Do they does it feel like boxing to you, boxing in, or does it light you up? Does that make you excited? What what do you feel about goals in general? I kind of feel like because I'm there is that drama in me. I love goals. I'm like a big dreamer. You know, like I I had a teacher in college tell me so ridiculous because I listened, which is the sad part, but I had a teacher tell me like your dreams are too big. You know, like mm-hmm. your those those goals are not realistic goals. And I listened. But like if I could go back and say, hey, Jack, dream bigger. Like I would go bigger. So now I go really fucking big. You know, um, they definitely don't scare me. I do think it's important, though, to set, you know, there are large goals, five, 10 year goals, goals that you can like really reach for. And then there are like those small attainable goals that you set every single day almost or weekly, whatever works for you. But it's motivating to achieve that stuff, right? Like even if your tiny goal is to make the bed every morning, if you make the bed every morning, you're like, fuck yeah, I made the bed every morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I love goals though. I think goal setting is key. I really do. 
So in, in your process of creating your inner babe, or maybe it's outside of it, maybe it's bigger than your inner babe, what is a, a big goal that you're really proud to say out loud that you've achieved? Well, starting my company was a huge goal. Starting my company and having it be a company that attracts women to actually ask for help, like that was my goal. To have your inner babe reach women and then them feel comfortable enough to say, I'm ready to work. Like once I hit that mark where I was really working with people, like that was a huge goal. It was it was like such a checkoff. I was like, wow, I wanted to start this company. I wanted to reach these girls and I'm actually doing it. So it was like, woo moment. Like still, even when I start with a new girl, I'm like, I cannot believe there are days I like close the door behind me and I'm like, how the hell is this my job? Like it's unbelievable like what you can make happen for yourself if you really, really want it. Totally. I think that's that's huge and that had to have taken – that wasn't just you stumbled into that. No. There was probably so much turmoil, stress going into oh all of the decisions that it took for you to get to the place where you were ready to stand, to stand up and say, this is the thing I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, just even telling my parents that I didn't want to pursue acting anymore was like such a thing. It still is a thing. I love you, mom and dad, but if you're going to listen to this – I love you, but it's it's a it's a hard thing I think when you label yourself as something for so long, um, and then you make a you turn you have a turn left moment and you like totally go the other way, um, and I I do believe that we are able and capable of reinventing ourselves as many times as we possibly want. Like it doesn't matter what other people think, um, but there's gonna be stress and. It's just going to be overwhelming along the way. I mean, being an entrepreneur <laughs> is such a roller coaster. Like, I'm having a great day today, but talk to me on a day where I'm, like, beyond overwhelmed and feel like I'm drowning. It's just that's what you sign up for. You know, having being the owner of a business, a small business, almost two years in, I'm wearing every hat, right? Like, it's not like I have people working for me or above me or under. Like, I'm doing it all. And that's amazing because I'm in control of it but it's a lot. So um, yeah, it's just, I think it's being able to recognize that the days that feel like failure isn't, it's not real. Like those are just feelings. They're not facts. You know? I love that. Yeah. It's hard to remember that. It's the one of the hardest things to remember. Totally. So talk to me a little bit more about the program of Your Inner Babe and when you work with the girls, what their what their process is like going through with you and how you sort of developed the the process that works. Yeah. Um, so when I was in treatment, I had like insane clinical help, like amazing, amazing clinical help. Those therapists taught me the tools that I needed to like get healthy, but I still felt really alone. And I, th I almost just said, I think I know it's because I didn't have that person back then who could really look me in the eye and be like, I see you. I mean, if you if you flip back to my story, like kind of there's some sort of connection between me wanting to be an agent back in the day, being like to an aspiring actor. I see you. I see that talent. Let's make it happen. I know that if I had had that person back then who could say, I see you, what you're going through, I got to the other side, so let's do this. Um, I don't think I would have felt as alone for as long. So that's why I do what I do. I work with girls 
girls with therapists, girls without therapists, but you know, I can't treat someone for an eating disorder. I am not clinical. I would never say that. I love working with therapists. I think coaching and therapy is like the sickest combo, right? So I had amazing clinical help, but I still felt alone. And I wanted to be that person who could look that girl in the eye and be like, I get you and let's make it happen. Um, so I developed this program. I call it the Find Your Inner Babe Total Transformation. It's a 12-week program. I require every girl initially to come on and do the program. Once you complete the program, we've without a doubt set a new baseline for your life. Like you're operating at a higher frequency or just like it's simply what you do. And once they're there, I mean, I'm knocking on wood. I've never had a girl not want to go further. You know, it's like once you get a taste of where you could be in your dream life, like you want more. Um, but once you go through a 12-week program, then we can coach weekly, bi-weekly, whatever. We, we tailor that, I guess, more to you. But it's a 12-week program, super customized to the girl and her goals. Talking about goals, like that's where it all stems. It starts there. Mm-hmm. Um, we set small attainable goals, goals that can be achieved in 90 days, goals that are self-rooted because, you know, if they're not rooted in you, they're not going to happen no matter how hard you try. And we break the habits that are really stopping them or keeping them stuck with where they are and we transform their lives. So I think it's like a little bit of goal setting. It's a ton of accountability. You know, it's the right, it's really what it is. It's the right system. It's the right support and it's the right accountability. And it's getting them to a point, I think, you know, you asked me what the sauce is. I think the sauce is getting to the point where you recognize your worth and you recognize that you're worthy of this dream life and you're worthy of making all of this happen for yourself. Because once you recognize that, then you actually do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally does. It's like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid already. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on, hop on the train. So when you work with girls to help them kind of shed the layers and get at what is really truly them, do you find that that's a process that needs to constantly be revisited? Or is it is there, do you find there are breakthroughs that then you just kind of keep going forward from? I think, honestly, people don't want to hear this always at the time, especially when they start, but it's, a, it's life work. You know what I mean? It's like you're always going to have to tackle the shit that you deal with. You know, so my biggest thing was body image. And, you know, I never truly knew what I looked like. That was like my biggest struggle. So it's like, and when I did figure out what I looked like, I hated what I saw. So it's like, yeah, I'm healthy. Yeah, I haven't had an, I haven't been active in an eating disorder for years. Yeah, I'm really confident. But are there days I look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, of course. But it's recognizing that like, that's not, it's not helpful. You know, it's like I can acknowledge that, that's where I'm at. And it's totally cool. I don't shame myself for that. But it's like recognizing, acknowledging, and then turning that self-doubt volume like off or all the way down, as as far down as you possibly can. I don't think you can ever turn it off completely. Yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's definitely going to come up again. It's always going to come up. It's just about learning the tools that you need in order to like move with that yeah. and live with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you look to the future and the things that you want for for you or for your inner babe as as it grows, what is what are some big goals that you have in the future? I love this question. Um, 
I actually start every morning with positive affirmations. Like my, I have a slightly ridiculous morning routine, but it works for me. So I go with it. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, okay. I give myself two hours, which people are like, what? What do you mean? I need, I need it. It started like, I don't even know, 100 years ago, but I used to not have a morning routine and then I'd wake up and like spend the whole day rushing, um, trying to catch up. So once I started this morning routine, that's totally changed over time. But now it's like two hours. So I'm up at seven um, and I'm at the gym by nine. But the two hours that I have when I wake up, it's like all my drinks. So it's like probiotic and water and water and lemon and coffee. And then it's like I annoy my dog for a while. Um, and then I have to, <laughs> I have to online shop and I can't even really call it online shopping because I, I rarely ever buy anything I, for whatever reason. I, I like love to make carts on shopping websites. It's just like, <laughs> you know, I'm not kidding. It's, it's like kind of embarrassing, but I'm like learning to accept that like, that's just what it is. Um, so I do that. And then, um, then I can start, then I can start my day. Um, but within my morning routine, I always set, um, I, well, I always write out gratitude, like a gratitude list, just what I'm grateful for. It's the quickest way to like ground me back to where I'm at. Um, focus on what I have instead of what I don't and then positive affirmations. And when I first started affirmations, I went super, you know, realistic, like I am enough or I am strong or I push through my fears, which are all great affirmations. Um, but now I really let myself go wild with them and, you know, whether they're going to happen tomorrow or not, I allow myself to go there and hopefully then make, you know, decisions throughout the day that align with making it happen. So like you asked me what my big goals are. Um, I would love one day for your and your babe to be like a tour, like a touring show, not a show, but like a, like a Gabby Bernstein, right? She sits and she speaks to thousands of people. Like I want to do that. I want your and her babe to go on tour. So I talk about that with my affirmations or, um, I'll say, and like, if I write <laughs> like an imaginative biography, like Jacqueline is a two times New York bestselling author, would love to write a book. Um, and honestly, like my, I want to, I want to start a podcast, like all these things, they're all big goals and will they happen tomorrow? Probably not, but I don't think it does any harm to dream them, you know, and to like go after them. So yeah, I have a ton of those. I love that. Yeah. I love writing almost in the, like you're writing the thing that you want someone else to write about you. And then eventually Correct. someone's going to write that. Yeah. I worked with this girl. Um, I should call her a woman. She is. Danica Bryshow. I sat um, and helped her out with the brunch series, this amazing thing that she's doing. Um, I helped her out this past summer. And the future biography is is her thing that I learned from her. And I love it. It is I make clients do it now because honestly, people are like, that's so weird. Like, why would I do that? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we as kids, think of kids. Like, they just play. They just imagine. They let themselves run free. They could be a 35-year-old mom cooking dinner. They don't care, right? Like, we end up caring because life. Mm -hmm. And stuff like the biography or the future biography and stuff like that, like, it just lets us play, no shame, no judgment, no boundaries, nothing. And I think that's so like beyond important. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think it actually helps. It actually gets you to where you want to be. Right. Well, if you don't believe it yourself, then how will anyone else? Totally. So how can people find you? Can they work with you long distance outside of Chicago? Yeah, I have girls all over. Um, if you're not local, we FaceTime. Still like a once a week for 12 weeks type thing in the beginning. Um, like 50 minutes a week. And each session is different. I always go in with an outline. If a girl's not there, I can read that almost immediately and we'll, we'll shift, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sessions always start the same way and end the same way. And um, people find me typically on Instagram is really where that's – it's been such a great platform. But you can find me on my website. You can find me online. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, it has been so much fun to talk to you, to get to hear a little bit about the inner workings of your inner babe. I think it's fascinating and absolutely necessary, especially in the world that we live in now where people are they're hungering for connection. We all are. And so to provide a platform and a means for people to actually get connected to themselves so they can better connect to others is really, really awesome. So yeah. thank you so much for joining me, thank Jack. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. Hey, goal getters. This is Cindy Kuzma just popping back in to let you know that we're about to play a goal from one of you, our listeners. If you would like to share your goal with us, a goal you've accomplished in the past, a goal you have for the future, or your best goal-getting tip, all you have to do is record a voice memo on your phone or computer and email it to me, Cindy at sweatlife.com. You could hear yourself on an upcoming episode of We Got Goals. Now, here is one of your goals. Lenora Vaknin from Chicago. A crazy interesting story that relates perfectly to this is that I was listening to one of the podcasts early on in the season to just hear it and it captured my attention. I it was with Nicole Lappin and I started to write down the goal setting methods that she used because I love that it had a fun aspect, a finance aspect, and a family aspect, I believe. I love the three S and I kind of set it and forget it. I did a one year, five year, 10 year long term goal setting thinking it was just a one day activity, saved it on my computer and started to remember it early 2018 when I was thinking through my finances, a little worried about some spending I had done. I just bought my first car and then I opened that, saw what the goal was for one year and within a few weeks I opened my bank account and everything had materialized to just reach that goal through smart spending and being realistic about my finances. So it was pretty exciting to set it and forget it. Occasionally people will ask me to coffee for advice, how I got to work for such a cool brand, a fun company, and so forth. And sometimes, especially with younger people, I'll give them a few resources, books, podcasts, and ideas for how they can achieve their goals just as encouragement, especially for other young women. And I have referred people directly to this podcast, told them to listen to it, take notes, and even sent them a 
sample grid of how I did it for them to refer to. This podcast is a sweatlife.com production. And it's another thing that's better with friends. So please, share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you have a chance to leave us a rating or a review while you're there, we would really appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music, to our guest this week, Jack Gold, to Kathy Lai for editing, Tech Nexus for the recording studio, and of course, thanks to you, our listeners. <laughs>